Hey, it's Amelia Baker. I'm here with Louise and Zoe. Today I'm going to be talking about the NFL Super Bowl halftime show and the cultural significance of having a full rap lineup within the LA Super Bowl. Thank you so much for coming in today. Hi, yeah. Thank you for having yeah, us. I'm excited. So this year's lineup was Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Mary J. Blige. What a lineup. I know, it's for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. How have they got that many people? I don't know. And honestly, like, I didn't see any advertising for it this year. No. I didn't really either, especially because, like, we're in England, but, like, in yeah. the UK. Yeah, but still, like, it wasn't that previous hyped, years, was it? you, like, oh, my you God, the Super Bowl's coming. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. Like, oh, my God, Super Bowl's coming. Let's watch Beyonce. Like, you never, we didn't yeah. see it this year. Well. So, we're going to talk about the cultural significance of it being in L.A. and how L.A. and the West Coast has created its own genre of hip-hop. And that started in the mid-90s, and how this is the very first time the Super Bowl's been in the L.A. So it's really cool to see these rap and hip-hop artists, especially, like, the early 2000 hip-hop artists, mm, yeah. perform. Quite interesting, because they're, like, we grew up with those sort of people, you know what I mean? I feel like they're trying to target us to watch it. It's definitely our dem- demographic, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we're getting older, I think they're really trying to focus on millennial Gen Z target audience. Yeah. Definitely with their target audience for mm-hmm. this upcoming years. Um, I feel like the last few years they've had a lot more pop artists, yeah. which I don't know if they were trying to target families and keep them involved, but especially these few years, I reckon they're going to go for our demographic. The more like... 16 to 21 maybe plus mm-hmm. but i feel like our age now listens to like a lot of like rap like hip-hop type Definitely. of things yes like like most people i know like know their songs so i feel like that's the type of music they just want to like try mm-hmm. and make us watch it yeah. it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see because for the super bowl halftime show michael jackson that was a big turning point and that's what revolutionized this halftime show and made it more of a pop culture mm. so it'll be interesting to see now since it's more rappers if that's going to be a thing going forward yeah i personally i think it will depend on what state it's in yeah definitely I like i think would they have had them if it was in it if it wasn't in la yeah because la so if it was like in cincinnati yeah, yeah would it have had the same people yeah like if it was in alabama yeah. would it be more country music yeah that's true would yeah. it be like a country music icon yeah probably where was the so. last super bowl i don't remember honestly not too sure i think i don't believe they had it last year because of covid so i think it's yeah. been a few years yeah but um, i definitely think having it in la has influenced the people they've picked they mm-hmm. picked definitely the right people yeah i agree they were kind of also like They've never not really released anything recently. Recently, it's all like their old songs, like everyone knows. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, I've seen like some acts, they go and they like play new music, and no one knows. No it. one really knows them unless they're super fans. Yeah. Which I think the Super Bowl is such a a generalized and such a big top like big event. You're gonna have people always just watching, and they want to know every single song instead of just the people who are like mega fans. And it's pretty interesting to see too, because a dance subculture has come out of this Southern California music. So whenever Kendrick Lamar performed, you I saw... I loved his performance. Yeah. That was so, so I did powerful, too. Yeah. yeah. 
the whole dance sequence, that was really representative of the hip-hop Southern California dance subculture. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool to see. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, um, I know this is a weird relation, but when in the Olympics, when the countries come out, they have like their little background music. They all mm-hmm. wear the, like, their country's uniform mm-hmm. and that's their culture. And I feel like that's LA's culture until they've really brought that through in the in their performance. So yeah. like they've really brought out their culture and really symbolised it well. I feel like it was a pretty simple performance. They didn't really outdo They did it with Yeah. <laughs> no one can outdo Beyonce. Yeah. In past years it's yeah. been a huge production. Um, like the weekend performing, the last one. Yeah. He had all of the lighting, techno type stuff. And they this didn't one really did they? No, they went for more of a simple, which yeah. I thought and it was it, fine. Yeah, and if anything, they were entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining. They used such a good set with like the different levels. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. Like they had people, like the people around the edge, like dancing stuff. It was That's almost like a California house party, which, is what I got yeah, out of it. Hundred percent. Which is, I think, what they were going the same for. Same California house. Yes. Very long, very mm-hmm. wide, like. Mm. And I feel like that's also representative of like R and B, hip hop, rap culture as well. Is the house parties? Yes. I think like eight out of ten music videos. Yes, with the female dancers and all that around. (laughs) Dancers. Um, And then Eminem took the chance to take a knee after his performance of "Lose Yourself." Uh, What did y'all think about that? Because didn't they like? Try I, I'd and heard, not, yeah. Not stop them, but they were like. The yeah, I think like, they didn't give permission. Mm-hmm. And he did it anyways. Permission, though. It's like it's his performance. You've hired him. Exactly. I He's, believe they were trying to keep politics out of the halftime performance, but in a time like this, you're gonna so get hard it. Not to do, yeah. yeah. I quite like like liked that he did it. it like created like attention to it. It's almost mm. like oh my god, he shouldn't have done that, but he yeah. has done it. Yeah. Like, like watching it live, I was like. Oh my god. But it's not like he's doing doing anything like. In a good way, yeah. Yeah. He's just like taking a knee. It's not like he's doing something like mad and like crazy. Mm -hmm. If Um, anything, it added to the performance, it made it better because he stayed there for a while. They carried on and then he joined them. So, for anybody who might not know the background of taking the knee and what that symbolizes, um, uh, Colin Kaepernick in 2016 took the knee during the national anthem and protests for police brutality and to represent the Black Lives Matter movement. And he was a player in San Francisco 49ers, which is about five hours north of LA. So it was the same same state and everything. Mm. And a lot of people were praising Eminem for taking the knee, but then some um, Colin Kaepernick is still blacklisted in a lot of places. He still hasn't got another NFL job from after doing that. Yes. So it brings up the question of Eminem being a white man. It's so mm, funny man how compared a, a to rich, him. white, popular man yeah. is doing it and it's absolutely fine. And is being praised for it, whereas a black man. A black male athlete who, if anything, is standing up for himself mm-hmm. doesn't get yeah. the. The publicity from it. If anything, he got backlashed from it. Yeah. 